When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Crack Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Crack Podcast. You're on with your host, Mauricio Mookie Wilson. Every week, I'm joined with my brothers, uh, my co-hosts. Let's give a big round of applause, please, for Demarcus Beasley and the Glow, Aguchi Anyewo. <laughs> This man calls me the glow one more time. I'm going to body slam. Yo, you call yourself the glow. Nobody calls me the glow. You, you called call yourself, yourself the glow. glow. I call you dusty. Both of y'all shut up. But See? you called yourself but you called yourself the glow. Ain't nobody. Well, tell me when. Time date. You know literally we have everything recorded, right? You know we have everything recorded, right? You know that, yeah, right? Literally five minutes ago. Ain't nobody call me the glow. Your glow look a little off today, too. What's up, Yo, fellas? How you guys feeling, man? Yeah, I feel, wait, wait, wait. I, I feel a little goose. You all right? Like, some happy, like. You, you 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 wake up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. He need like, to tackle happened? somebody, man. So why are both of y'all coming at me like this? No, right I mean you just said you you don't call yourself the globe, but you actually do. So I don't like when slander. It's thrown my way. How is that you know? slander? That's, that's that's great. The glow. That's like, you don't choose your nicknames. You know that goose, right? I didn't Can choose Mookie. Can we proceed, please? Yeah. Yeah. Trick, did, you, did you choose Tricky in your life? No, I did not. Someone chose it for me. It doesn't work that way, Gooch. You just oh, get man. stuck with it, man. You get you teased. Know? You know what I'm saying? I mean, What's up, fellas? How are you feeling today, man? <laughs> we, we have people listening to us. So, hello. How you guys doing? I'm good, man. I'm yeah? Good. I'm hanging in. Yeah, well, I mean, the uh, the COVID in Houston is getting... Ridiculous. In Texas ridiculous. as a whole, man. But before, before we get into that, I just want to say thank you for everybody for tuning in uh, to the Crack Podcast. Um, again, uh, we have a terrific, terrific show on um, today. We have uh, Robbie Rogers, who is a former U.S. men's national team player and a Leeds United player, and now is a producer on B's favorite TV show, All American on WB. Yes, sir, man. I can't put. I can't. I, I ain't gonna lie. This. I only started watching it. Not the WB, man. The CW. My bad. On, my, bad my bad. My bad. They changed it, right? It used to be WB. No. Nah, the WB is a completely different demographic of oh, show. Oh man, True. listen, I, I watch it on Netflix, <laughs> yeah, man. I'll be honest I love, with you. Yeah, I love the show. I love the show. I'm, I'm only, I'm only two episodes in, but man, I, I was literally thinking about canceling the show just to keep going and watching. Keep going. I saw, <laughs> watch I saw, it. Yo, I, I saw previews of this show time ago. And I didn't know Robbie had anything to do with this. Right, you know, right. Let, let me watch some of this. Maybe it's, it's all right. Yeah. Son, I was I was up till five in the morning just blowing through the first season. I was like, wow. I was like, this, yeah. is, this is sick. This is sick. You know, but I have a lot of questions to ask Robbie uh, because uh, I, I finished, I think, I'm, I, think um, I finished season two. 
And uh, I have some some. I, I was in love with it at first. I told everybody, all America, all America, all America. And then season yeah, two I came around. Told, I think you even told me about. I it. told you, but you don't listen to yeah. me anyway. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and then uh, and then uh, season two came along, and I'm like, ah, I felt kind of bad telling everybody about it, you know. Um, yeah. Just because uh, you know, I think it, it messed up my street cred. You know, uh, when it comes to Netflix, when it comes to Netflix. It, 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 it hit you like uh, like Empire did. That first season was sick, and oh, then exactly, exactly. Season two and three, you're like, all right, let me go to Power now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't even watch Empire, so I don't even know. I don't even watch it. I never. But bees, you own you own a TV though, right? Yes. I okay, I, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Making sure. I mean, it's, it's got an antenna. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, you can't, hey, don't forget where you came from now. Don't forget where you <laughs> came from, man. Don't forget where you came from. I is, up there. is the signal good now? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it good? Yeah, I remember I remember when I when used to go to my, my grandmama's house back, you know, back in the in the eighties. Yeah. And you had you had the TV with only twelve channels. Yes, you know, sir. just a little click. Yes, it's like sir. click to one, click to two, click to mm-hmm. three, click and you only had twelve channels. That was a yeah to mess with the antenna. To make sure it was right, make sure you know in a good area. Something. Oh, I remember yeah, watching yeah. my first soccer games on t- television was watching Napoli play with Maradona on UH, UH, UHF. Remember that the second knob, the back, with the back, yeah, with the the back oh, stations. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think yeah, it's like yeah, channel yeah, yeah. sixty-seven. Yo, bees. <laughs> I swear to God, the the thing was is, uh was all gray. Right, you could barely yeah. make out the, the the person, the figures on the field. <laughs> All you know is go, go. There was you don't know what cleats they're wearing. You don't know what jersey number. You yeah, you can't man. see any fine print, man. So the times have definitely changed, and we're showing our age. So let's move on. And speaking yeah. about uh, new new youth and and, and, and new energy, um, I just want to talk about a little bit about the Black MLS Black uh, Players Coalition. Um, I want to give a big shout out to all those guys, not just Ray Gaddis, uh, not just Morrow, not just CJ Sapong, not just Jalil, but all the players who are participating. Even USL players have, have been on the call. Uh, I know Gooch and, and, uh, and, and Bees, you both have a relationship with Ray. And, um, you know, he, we know he's a, uh, a stand-up guy, but um, how do you feel with MLS coming up? What do you think Gooch should be the proper... Um, protests or a proper uh, way to to bring some attention on, on what they're trying to accomplish. In your opinion, the, in, in terms of the response from the MLS, no, I want you, and for for the players' association. What do you think they should do? I mean, what they're doing right now, they they're they're banding together, mm-hmm. they're unified, they're strength in numbers, and you see that they have numbers, right? Yeah. Uh, essentially, the coalition started because they were realizing that fragments of the African-American players were having the conversations in little pockets. And then they're like, you know what? Let's bring it all together. We're having the same exact conversations in different, different areas. Let's just bring it together. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's put our ideas together. Let's bring the discussion to the league, to the commissioner. Um, let, let, let's form this unified uh, message. And that's mm-hmm. what they did, you know, and now what they're doing is bringing awareness to a lot of the, you know, um, the, the wrongs in the league, you know, the, the disparaging numbers of, of African-Americans in, in, in higher management, the, uh, some of the, the, uh, the, 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 the racial stigmas within the league. Um, you know, and I think it's great. I mean, they're, they're, they're looking for more diversity amongst the players, amongst the management everywhere in the league. And uh, for the MLS to right after the announcement of the coalition to make their own announcement saying that we recognize them, we're going to stand by them. We're going to work with them partner with them right there uh, 
they are making that acknowledgement. So now from here on out, we can hold them accountable for actions that are made or actions that are not made. A lot of pressure though for the MLS right now, because um, seeing what uh, EPL has done by putting Black Lives Matter on all the jerseys, um, wearing an armband that represents that kneeling. I mean, those weren't, those weren't passive. Those are very, um, you know, aggressive and, and, and head on and point Uh, bees. I mean, what can the MLS has to really upstage and kind of go above and beyond what the EPL has done as well as the Bundesliga, don't you think? Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I feel that, you know, it all looks good on paper. You know, it all looks good on, on, good on TV and marketing. But for me, it's action. Mm-hmm. You know, what they're trying to accomplish with, with, with the, you know, Black Coalition and MLS, you know, it's not just about, you know, just, it's about, it's not just about um, having, you know, head coaches and, and, and GM positions, you know, more so um, having more Black, uh, black Americans or Black people in general have more power. They're looking at it from a whole different spectrum as well as that, you know, and it's, it's going from education. It's going from, you know, you know, uh, people that look like us that have a different way out, not just on the soccer field, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but, that, but obviously MLS going um, above and beyond to, to help us, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's, not every kid is going to play, not every black kid is going to play soccer, mm-hmm. you know, but if, 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 if MLS has these programs, you know, for kids, uh, in the inner cities for black for black kids, you know, for whoever doesn't matter, whoever to you know um, uh, have a different voice and, and and find a different way to you know really um, impact their mind, not yeah. just on not just from the sports way. I think that's a big that's a big step, you know. So for me, it's not just you know, oh, yeah, it's a great thing what what EPL is doing with Black Lives Matter with the jerseys. I love it. I, I, I I'm with it. I feel you know it's great, but for me it's got to be action, you know, and I feel that if MLS is really going to get behind what, you know, uh, these boys are talking about, you know, I think it's going to be great. And it's going to be great, not just for now, but in the future. I, I also think that it's not a, they, they shouldn't look at it as a competition with the EPL. Oh, we have to make a bigger splash or this right. because is that going to last? Like we need sustainable change. And like, like B said, it doesn't, it doesn't stop with, on the field stuff, it doesn't stop with management. It starts with youth development programs, inner city programs, uh, big time initiatives that are going to make a lasting impact, not just names on the back of the jerseys. Albeit, that was a hell of a statement from yeah. the NBL to do it, you know. Um, and I think that because and, and, and speaking to uh, a lot of coaches in the in, in England as a whole, black coaches, they said you know it's the same problems. The academies do not have mm-hmm. any representation. Um, in the coaching staff, they have the representation in the boardrooms. Um, so I, I hopefully, again, this was spiral. But then also this weekend, what happened at Burnley, um, Gooch, with, with the, yeah. you know. Man. But, hey, but wait, 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 sorry. Before we get into that, before please, we get into that. Please. Just going back to, you know, the Black Coalition. And, you know, I, I want them to know. I mean, they know that we're, 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 we're with them. We're Definitely. together and it's not. But at the same time, it's, it's different because – you know, they're in the league, yeah. you know, and, you know, I mean, Gooch and I, Gooch, Gooch and I, we spoke about this the other day with our other, uh, our other friends that, uh, you know, maybe we can come up with some kind of alumni, you mm-hmm. know, uh, group. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alumni group, you know, to, to show our support that, you know, not just when you're done with, this is not just MLS thing. So when you're doing MLS, then okay, now what do I do? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, myself, Gooch, Nelly and um, Ricky Lewis, you know, we had a conversation as well. Like we're, 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 we want to help, man. 
Yeah. We, we want to help. We want to show our support. We want to do what we can from that, from the outside of pitch. You know what I'm saying? Not just things that they can do as they're, you know, together. We want to show our support and, and be there and, and come up with ideas and, and show that. You, you know, it's know, funny though. Ricky Lewis it, and Gooch and all you guys, you had discussions of this years ago, right? Yeah. About coming yeah. together. And now only now is, is the urgency has, 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 has come upon us. Right. Yeah. So I, I think as a must, right. I think everybody has a role to play. And, and, um, but you know, it's, it gets, it gets ridiculous, man. But what happened at Burnley, um, over the weekend, um, I think it was a great thing to happen. I think that cause it, 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 why you say that? Because it's, it shows the reality, right? That it shows the reality. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like it, it's cute to do all, everything we did, but in reality, how people really feel for somebody to take the time to rent a plane, put together the sign. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> racism is alive and well regardless, you know, and for people that say, Oh, it only exists in America. They're, they're completely misinformed. And, you know, to, to, to fight. And, and the funny thing is to have a banner, a plane fly a banner that reads white lives matter Burnley. That was a direct response to everything that the EPL was doing, right? Direct. A, di a direct yeah. response. Not because he felt li White Lives Matter. He felt some foreign form of being left out and what about us or whatever. And, and you know, when I was looking at it, um, the guy responsible, his name is Jake Apple. And oh, so they found his name. I didn't even it, see that. Yeah. They okay. said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm reading a, in it, uh, an article right now, and he has a lot of posts, uh, racially biased posts. His girlfriend as well. His girlfriend tweeting uh, that her town was like a foreign country. And it said before adding in the follow-up post, they need sending back on banana boats, stinking wow. bitches. Wow. And, See, I didn't, oh man. And then it's ridiculous that this kind of ignorant thinking and these people are even allowed to be, you know, <laughs> a part of society as a whole. Right. Um, there's no place in racism in sports. There's no place for racism in society, period. And for me, in general, this, that's a hate crime. It's a hate crime, plain and simple. And that's hate speech, that's hate dialogue. There's, there's no place for it. And it, it's, when, I, when I read the highlights, I was like, wow. This and you, know, and you, know, you know what they're going to say is, like, oh, well, that's my opinion. That's my opinion, right? And they feel that's, protected. That's what say. Yeah, and they feel protected. Well, yeah, they, they make and also the freedom of speech aspect, right? They're trying to show that listen, you can say Black Lives Matter, and we can say All Lives Matter doesn't matter, right? And um, and that's just the, the the back and forth that's going to continue. Um, f I mean, how does it stop, right? And and because people going to believe what they want to believe, no matter what. But the, the crazy thing is, it's, it's it's people within our generation, right? To say on your social media publicly, send these people back on banana boats, and I'm thinking. Wow. The last wow. time, the last time you came over, <laughs> you came over on a banana boat. It's so stupid. It's stupid. Send them back on the banana. That just, yeah, that just shows stupid. ignorance. Stupid. Yeah. Like you obviously don't know history. You obviously aren't educated. You're very narrow-minded. You hang around in a circle of other, other narrow-minded people. Hey, hey guys, I, 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 like I, I wanted to introduce uh, Gucci's favorite segment. Say what? Say what, what segment? Um, you Lord know, Jesus. a U.S. men's national team. Fullback, but I write fullback, DeAndre Yedlin, who currently plays for Newcastle United. Um, he had an interview with Robbie Earl uh, in the UK, and they asked him, asked him uh, what was his feelings toward international play while there is racial inequality in the US. And I want to play what he had to say. I thought it was pretty, it was pretty important. Here we go. Yeah, I, I, have, I have considered it. 
Um, and I have thought about it. And um, it's kind of one of those waiting games to see if a change does happen. But at the end of the day, you know, if things go as they stand, it, it's hard for me as a as an African-American male to represent a country that does things like this, where all people aren't equal. It's, it's a, that's a, it's a tough, it's tough. It's, I mean, it's a tough situation. And I know the problem is I know that, um, I know, I think the majority of people do want equality for everybody, but I think there's well, a Gooch, small, I want to, I want to talk powerful, about, you know, very rich in terms of representing and playing for that, your country, for him to have a doubt for playing for us. I mean, that's another level. I'll say that when I heard this, when I heard his, uh, the statement the first time, part of me was like, all right, I respect his stance. Is he saying this because um, Zach Steffen made that statement saying, how am I going to defend the U.S. if the U.S. doesn't defend me? So I was like, is he piggybacking on it? And then as I, you know, kind of sat and contemplated more and I was like, I'm, I'm, the more the time went on, I respected it more. Because he was, he knew saying that he's going to get backlash, right? And despite the backlash, he was like, "I'm, I'm going to say it anyway." Yeah, so if, if 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 he makes that statement and he sticks by it and sticks by his principles, then I'll be like, "More power I'll, to I'll you!" Definitely more power to you. A round of applause because you're standing by something that you you believe in. If if he does it. If he doesn't, I thought. Well, why, you got, why, why are you saying if? I, I don't. Because I'm saying, like, you can say that. Let's say the, the, he's saying that the situation changes. Well, yeah. if it doesn't, he still gets called in and he's playing right back and without anything, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, obviously, that remains to be seen, but, you know. What, I, do, you, I, what I, do you think? I think exactly what you just said. You know, I, I think that he he is standing up for what he believes in, he's um, expressing that. And um, I mean, I, I I know you know obviously I know DeAndre from mm-hmm. from our playing days. Did you play with him? Yeah, we played, yeah. you know obviously in the in the World Cup and the you know, right. friendlies and all that stuff. Right, right, right. And obviously towards the end uh, of my U.S. career, uh, I got to play with, you know um, with D. But uh, but yeah, I mean you can just, I, for, I think for me, you can kind of see and feel the energy that he gets that when he when he talks about this certain certain topic that I think that if U.S. soccer and America, not even just U.S. soccer, but America doesn't change the way, you know, um, uh, how they think about society and Black Lives Matter and, and really, you know, put, you know, Black black people in, literally on equal plan, plan uh, levels as, as white people, then I don't think you're going to see DeAndre yelling. Yeah, but here's a problem, though. How do you judge that, right? Like in terms of what has to happen for him to feel okay, um, we have racial um, well, equality. I, I, I think I think one thing. I mean, I, like I said, I don't know. That, that's getting deeper into the conversation because is he just talking about U.S. soccer? Is he talking about America as a whole? You know what I'm saying? Because if say I think he's know, talking about America as a whole, to be honest. Okay, with you. well then, yeah. Then if if he sees that you know they're making changes that he feels, and he obviously speaking to his 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 family that you know they're making strides to um, right the wrong, then maybe he plays. But that's a question that you have to ask him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, but but I mean, real talk because that's that's a good question, Mookie. You just brought up like. What 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 would have to happen for him to actually play for America again? Should we call him? <laughs> Hit him up. Hit him up. Yeah, but no, but yeah, you know I mean, real talk though. I think that's a that would be a good question to ask him because I mean, only he knows that that answer. Not me, right. not Gooch, not you. You know, I, I got a question. So, if he chose not to play with the national team anymore, you think the U.S. national team would miss him, or they'd just be like, "All right, well, we'll, we'll we got we got Cannon, we got this, we got that." Yeah, I think they. Would well, here's the problem though. 
the bigger question, will will players support him? I think so. You mean support him in the sense of they stop playing or support yeah. him in the sense of... What? DeAndre right. ain't playing? I'm not playing either. Yeah. That's I also mean, another, another that's get That's that's where we should be. That's that's the real, right? If if one player jumps out the window and feels a certain way, not saying all players have to feel the same way. And that's the reality. We have to re- make something clear. Not all black people feel the same way. Not all black people have the same answers. Right. Right. This is not like we wake up every morning. There's a news report. I mean, there's, there's a news report telling us how to, how to answer questions. I think, I think it's more relative. So we all see what's going on in the country, right? But mm-hmm. our perception of it could be completely different. So, like you said, he says if the country doesn't change, and that's his perception of it not changing, yeah. it could be different than another person. Exactly. So. Right. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. That's the only question that you can. The only answer you can can get from that is to ask the Yellen himself, because mm-hmm. we we really don't know. I mean, next, that's, that's, next, next guest on the show. <laughs> yeah, it could be because I mean, you really don't know. But, but, but that's real, Gooch. Like, how far do we take this? And that's taking it pretty far. That's saying, listen, I, I'm, I'm putting my career in jeopardy. Yeah, that's Ka- that's Kaepernick. Uh, Look, I, Kaepernick. I, I was, I was actually in the office today. One of my colleagues told me a story uh, about, um, I think it was Barcelona was playing at uh, Zaragoza, and. I guess the Zaragoza fans were saying something to Eto at the time. Mm-hmm. They were booing or monkey chants or whatever. And Eto was like, I'm done. I'm walking off the field. And the referee was trying to tell him, like, if they continue, I'm calling the game. And he was, Eto didn't want to hear it. He's pushing him away, pushing him away. He's like, I'm leaving. And then I think there was a Zaragoza player that came up to him and said, if you leave, I'm leaving leave. too. Yeah. And then all the, all the players of Zaragoza was like, oh, shoot. Uh, you know what I mean? They're like, okay. And so I guess that, that, that reaction changed their outlook of the situation. And I guess you could correlate that now to like what you're saying about DeAndre. So if he felt so strongly and then. If Weston you know, McKinney, Josie Altador, Tyler Adams, Tyler Adams, Brooks, Zach, Zach Steffen, Zach Brooks, Steffen, DeAndre Dest. Levin, Dest. Um, sorry if we leave anybody out. If those gentlemen. And let me tell you something, man. I, 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 I'm a firm believer, and I, I've, I've hoped that if they decided not to play, that the rest of their teammates, white or Hispanic, would do the same thing. You think so? That's me, my statement as an outsider. I don't think so. Because I, 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 I don't think so. I, I, think, I don't see that coming. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. If, mean, if, I mean, if you, not just have, one, if you have you're gonna, six you're gonna starters, have, you're gonna have, you don't think the rest people. of them will support? I don't. I don't think it would get that far. If, six, if all six of them said something, I think U.S. Soccer would, would come in and do something. And cancel the game. <laughs> yeah, they'd cancel the game. But, the but, but that's what we want, right? We want to put pressure on them. They have to do something, and that's my whole thing, right? We sit here, and, and Black Lives Matter was on the on the jerseys of EPL was tremendous. It's shocking. But, but here's the deal: he's he's talking about change within the country. So if let's say he doesn't want to play for the national team, and the U.S. Soccer said, well, "Okay, we're canceling the game." Tell me how U.S. Soccer is going to influence policy on the national level. Yeah, we're going, we're going to control that's, that's, what, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. It, 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 those are questions that he has to answer. Yeah. You know, where, where does he where does he see it? You know, is it just a U.S. soccer thing? Is it obviously his in his words, he said the whole country. But you guys don't so, believe that his fellow teammates who are not um, of African-American descent would not um, would not support him. Maybe they might end up doing it. But initially, I don't see them saying I'm not going to play. I don't see any of them saying that. I think I think Bradley would step up and the rest of them would follow. The whole the whole the whole squad. If five if five guys in the whole on the squad feels like listen, we 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 not feel comfortable and we want to make a stand, I think um Captain America Michael Bradley would step up and then everybody else would follow. 
You think Greg Berhalter would step up and just nix it? I mean, it's how do you nix? You can't. You have to play the game, but they, they, he has to. What do you, what do you think, I'm, 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 I'm worried about the players I mean, more than the coach. Yo, I mean, obviously, all this is you know hypothetical. Yeah, you know, I would like to see that. I would like to see the the the, um, the coaches, you know, the staff, you know, stand mm-hmm. up for what is really going on, not just mm-hmm. not just. Um, uh, on the surface, but yeah. really digging deep and having those conversations with his players and asking why you guys don't feel like you want to play. Mm-hmm. And then they obviously they answer the question and then they say, you know what, we stand with you. We're, we're with you. We're behind you. That's what I would like to see. If it, if it, if it ever came to that, you know what I'm saying? And for us soccer as well, you know, us soccer says, Hey, you know, we, 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 we support uh, whoever wants to kneel or don't want to play, you know, for the national team because of, you know, what's going on in our country. Mm-hmm. So support. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, the whole thing is, what, what do we always talk about? Uh, a lot of this is about having these kind of conversations, having an open mind, and and listening to to our stories, to what we've been through, and what kind of changes that, that can be made. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying having a different conversation. So if they just sit down and not, and don't just make a and don't make a you know a rule or a a, a quick judgment, and they actually just sit down and say, okay, you know what? Look, this is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing it, and they actually listen to it. That's half the battle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's what you want. You always in any in any situation, you want support. You want support, you know, from your peers. You want support from people that you know that employ you. You know what I'm saying? So I think that if that did happen, then show support. Show support, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Let's give a round of applause, please, for Mr. Robbie Rogers. Thank you so much for joining the show, Robbie. How you feeling? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, still quarantining and everything with my family, so. Yeah. No. Speaking yeah, of how's, family, that, how's that happen? Yeah, how's that with two kids? <sighs> it's, hey, it's I, I got one, so I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. that times two. So it's you know you're a principal and a teacher and technicians <laughs> figuring out all these Zoom things and just like FaceTiming with these other kids. Uh, you know, my, my man stuff. looks stressed. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> hey, 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 Robbie, <laughs> I, Robbie, I saw I saw a dog in the background too. How many how many pets do you have? Yeah, I have one. So that's another. That's dog. another child yeah. as well. That's another child. Yeah. As well. so this morning, I, I like got up to my room after, you know, feeding the kids and everything, and then I realized the dog had like threw up, thrown up on the carpet. Oh man! And I was like, oh right. well. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. But, so you got, hey, hey, Rob, you got any tips? Because I have a, you know, because you have a four-year-old, right? Four-year-old and a one-year-old. And a one-year-old. So I, my, mine's six. My daughter's six. So I mean, if you could give me any kind of any kind of tips to keep them entertained for morning, I mean, I think yeah, you you can give me tips. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's uh, one thing I realized is they're all like so different. Mm-hmm. And with two, you're like trying to, you know, get them to play together and do things that like you know you know, I don't know, just make it easier on herself. But because they're so different, they just like like me, our daughter just doesn't want to. Caleb loves to, like playing his iPad and do like, learning games and play with puzzles, and me is just like. I mean, she's only one, but she's not into it. So, who do you think favors you more, your son or your daughter? <laughs> um, you know, and then it's adding also my husband too. So, like, it's an interesting dynamic. You know, he's like so obsessed with having a daughter. It's so it's really cute to watch actually, like him hold her. Yeah. Um, she comes to me when she uh, is like emotional and tired, and then to him to be like, entertained. Mm-hmm. And the same with our son. It's like. Greg's very intellectual with Caleb. So like reading books and telling stories and like teaching things, he goes to Greg and then he comes to me when he's like, 
wants to get his way with something, you know? And so, um, the dynamic is very interesting and, and, and it, and it's very like clear to us. We always talk about it. It's just kind of is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of like a more stereotypical, like I would say like a mom, I guess to them. Um, it's interesting. It's really interesting to watch like how it was just naturally played out. You know, I, I, I didn't, you know, I, I, I say all the time, the like, emotional one, the first, <laughs> the first thing kids learn how to do is how to manipulate their parents. Hey, talk about surviving, man. You had such a great career, um, outstanding performances in the MLS, but also your, your travels overseas. Uh, I did see that you had an opportunity to try out with, with uh, PSV. Was, was BZ there th- at that same time too? <laughs> First off, my career wasn't as amazing as these, as these two guys. So they were both. Uh, stop it, man. Uh, yeah. I think you're yo, a better yo, player. Yo, but, yo, you, you know, yo, I think you were a better man. player, but you know, they, hey, PSV wanted to sign you. You remember that, right? Ish. I mean, I think they, they, they kind of were like, yeah, stay, stay, and you can go to school. And stay. Like, it wasn't necessarily like here is a contract and stay here and play mm-hmm. here for whatever amount of years. So, how old were you? I think I was like sixteen, going to like bars oh, and clubs. <laughs> 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 he was. Yeah, he, he, I, he I, was show, I showed him. Yeah, I showed him the, the, the things not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was he was coming in there to take your your job, B. He's like, yeah, oh, straight up, straight up. Right, you know, yeah. Hey, why why you think I told him to go to the bars? Why you think I told him to go to the bars? <laughs> <laughs> so I can keep uh-huh. my job, goddamn. <laughs> no, I was I. Uh, it was fun to watch these guys play and and to play with them on the national team or wherever. So I remember being at PSV and watching bees just train um, when uh, there just weren't you know that many Americans to be able to like watch. You yeah. Know? play overseas so it was super it was really cool for me just to be there and to watch that um how'd you get that though, opportunity you know, so young to uh to get a look at uh i i before that i was uh i trained with heron bane they'd like watch me play and mm. so uh you know psv had watched me play a little bit with heron bane and then watched me play with like the youth national team and all that stuff so then they just invited me to come and it was it was great. It was a great learning experience, but again, it wasn't as like black and white, you know, BZ obviously like here is a contract to come play for whatever amount of years. And I was a little bit younger and also I think uh, a little, a little bit more unknown compared to like, you know, DeMarcus is such a, like such a great career right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think I was still quite not ready for that opportunity. If I'm being and totally I, honest. I, yeah. I remember, you probably don't remember. I remember one time in the national team when they were trying to like, convert you to a, an outside back and you were never you were not an outside back. You, were mid, you, were mid for, you actually had the same resistance that bees did because i remember back from 2006 they were trying to recruit bees to be an outside back and i remember i told you i was like i was like bro like you could i, you, I, know, I remember you having this conversation with me. remember that i was like yeah, yeah. you could you could we take this in, uh, we were in utah we were up in uh, we were like training up in uh um park city right yeah 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 before we were playing i think it was like el salvador down in um salt lake city mm-hmm and I wish I would have listened to you. I mean, it was so much fun, you know, and, and obviously it's changed where you have to cover so much ground and definitely, you know, bees, you can, you can attest to this, but it's like, I took such a beating on my body is playing outside oh, back, yeah. just running up and down. You know, I can't imagine doing it in Houston, but at least in LA, the field was so massive yeah. and uh, my body just was destroyed. But I love, it was so much fun. Especially if you're on a good team that has the ball. Yeah, see, that, yeah, <laughs> see I was about to say that. So like team. <laughs> the Houston teams, not so much. You know what I'm saying? We, I, was in the, I was in the air. The national team was cool because that, that was all right. But with the um, with Houston, man, it was. I used was to beg bees, go up the field. He was like, hell <laughs> was, no. I thought we can't. Yeah, I thought yeah. we can't. Huh. 
It's not physically no, possible. It's not, especially if you're not on like Robbie said, if you're not on a good team, man, you in trouble. Yeah, yeah. it's not. It's not fun. Robbie, I got to ask you because <laughs> leading up to this, this today, I was like, you know what? I heard about All American, but I never watched it. So like four days ago, I started watching season one. Yeah, and find myself six in the morning still watching this show, <laughs> and I'm I'm like, yo, how come I didn't know about this, and how come nobody told me Robbie was a part of this? Like, funny. How, how'd you get it's into a lot that? Of, that's uh, is a lot of people that you know kind of hear about it, but don't necessarily watch it, and then when they start watching it, they realize it's like so much more than just about like football or you know it's very soapy and there's all the love triangles and you like want him to end up with like Olivia or Layla and like you know you're torn through all that stuff and all the secrets um so I got involved in just like production and producing and storytelling my first year with the galaxy there was these two producers that came to me to do a comedy that was like loosely based off my life but it was like a half hour about like this gay soccer player that comes out and like but has no idea how to be gay like never you know, I know that sounds weird, but like never been on first date, never went to a bar, never, it was like, well, that's, that is true. Like I had never done all those things. So you're having to do that as like a full grown ass adult. Like, you know, imagine if you're going on your first date with a girl, you know, as a 20 something year old, you're like, <laughs> you're like, it's like, it's like that 40 uh, year old virgin movie. Exactly. exactly. So, Bees are so still told- awkward though, Robbie. Bees are still awkward. <laughs> hey y'all, this is the Marcus Beasley of the Crack Podcast. Thanks for listening to episode one of Robbie Rogers. Tune into the second episode. All right, peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.